Hello, I'm Daniel. I'm a meditation teacher in Kansas City, and this is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. The teachings in this podcast are free of charge, but of course, if you feel compelled to make a donation, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. Hello. Today, the topic of my talk is abandoning negativity, abandoning negativity. And I'm going to read a section from the 37 Practices of a Bodhisattva and some sections from a few other things. So this is verse three from the 37 Practices of a Bodhisattva, okay? It is this. Abandoning negative places, disturbing emotions gradually subside. Being free from distraction, the practice of virtue spontaneously increases. With brightened awareness, one feels confidence in the Dharma. To adhere to solitude is the practice of the Bodhisattvas. So I'm not going to talk about solitude a lot here, but maybe I should. Um, but I think the message is we're better off being alone than with, than being with bad influences. That's, that's what I take to be the message. So we need to be aware of where we're going and what we're doing. Sometimes in life, we just do things and we don't give it much thought or any thought. We just do things. And the truth is that everything can be part of our spiritual journey. And actually, everything should. Everything, really, everything is, whether we realize it or not. Everything you do is part of your spiritual journey. So what do we mean when we say things like abandon negative places, though? Sometimes in life, we feel trapped. In a job, in a relationship, in a social group, whatever. Rarely are we as trapped as we think we are, but we feel trapped. None of these things really bind us. And, you know, I've seen um, people, I've seen a person on Facebook complain about how um, awful the people are at their hobby that they go to. At their hobby that they go to, the people around are really awful. And I, I just think, oh, well, it's a, it's a hobby. It should be less stressful than your job if it's a hobby, right? Of course, no, no looking down on this person, no judging them. But like, if I had a hobby that was really stressful, I personally, I would quit doing it, especially if like the people in the hobby are awful. But um, no, no judgment on what others do. But I think we should reflect and think about that. And that that is what I would encourage is really, really think about that. Why are we doing this? In the song, I'm going to read a verse from a song, okay? In the song Already Gone by the Eagles, there's the line, So oftentimes it happens that we live our lives in chains and we never even know we have the key. So oftentimes it happens that we live our lives in chains and we never even know we have the key. And I love that line. To me, that's what we're getting at. You're not trapped. You can empower yourself to get out of anything, almost. That's what we're talking about here. 
staying in a situation that does not serve your growth gets in the way, or it can at least. We are the ones we've been waiting for to get ourselves out of bad situations. And I'm being vague on purpose here. I can't tell you what is or is not a negative place. I can't tell you if your job or your friendships or your relationships are toxic, but you know, you know, and that's, that's sort of the point here. Just as we know when we're letting ourselves get away with things, we know when we're making excuses to not do the things we need to do. We know, you know, you know what gets in the way of your journey and you're just, you're making choices, but you know, and we might pretend we don't know, but we do. Okay. With just a little bit of introspection, you know exactly what situations would be good to get out of and also what situations are inspiring you. Also, it's true. I don't, uh, I want to be careful here. It is true. There are some outlier situations that would be good to get out of, but people are literally trapped. Okay. That is a thing that exists. It's just rare. I do need to go out of my way to mention that just in case, because yes, yes, it's true. Traps exist. The thing is though, most traps are not traps. Okay. But, but it is true. Some people are truly trapped in their situation, but most people are not speaking just for myself. I have felt like I was trapped and been wrong. I have, that has been my situation in the past. And I have felt like I was trapped and then getting out of a bad situation was actually incredibly easy. And I'm like, oh, why didn't I do this sooner? I have had the experience of having a lot more power to get out of something than I believed I had. And that's not always true. Your results may vary, but for many of us, that's the case. We tell ourselves we're trapped and that's why we're trapped in that that bad job or that bad relationship. It's because you're telling yourself that. And I think, and of course, and again, of course, there are situations where that's not the case. Um, but for, for a vast majority, if we feel trapped, we can get out for a vast majority of people and a vast majority of circumstances. Okay. And I think we can add habits to this. So we're talking about places, but we can add habits to this. We can think about what habits keep us out of our spirit away from our spiritual journey and what habits we can add to our lives that would inspire more practice in our spiritual journey. So that is, that is something to reflect on. What habits are harming me, right? What habits are getting in my way? I'm going to read a quote. This is from the ornament of sutras. It says, the place where intelligent ones practice is well-supplied, an excellent dwelling place, an excellent soil, endowed with good companions, and graced by yogic bliss. I like that the word soil is here. I think that is very intentional. Um, as in, if you're planting something, you want to put it in good, fertile soil. You don't want to try to plant it in a rock, right? Uh, we want to give whatever we're planting, the best opportunity to grow we possibly can. And that metaphor works really well for us. We want to give ourselves the best opportunity to grow we possibly can. So plant yourself in some good soil, right? Several years ago, 
to get personal for a moment. Several years ago, I got divorced and I was really struggling. I stopped trying to cultivate mindfulness and virtue, mindfulness and virtue, and I just sort of wallowed in my struggle. It was a very tough time for me. And I started going to a Buddhist temple all the time. I started going to the Rime Rime Center, which is a place I had gone to for years, but I started really going diligently. I started going all the time because I wanted to spend some extra time dwelling in a sacred place. I just ran together. I was thinking about saying sacred space or sacred place, and I ran those together. Um, And both of those terms work. But also meeting good companions. I wanted to meet and spend time around people with the same spiritual goals that I have. Okay. Um, I've heard before, like you develop qualities of the five people you spend the most time with or something like that. And I don't, I've of course no idea if that's true, but I've heard that before. So what kind of choices are we making and who we spend our time with? Right. If I go to a Buddhist temple, I can meet people who presumably probably have a lot of the same goals I do as far as personal growth. So that's good. So if we go, and and additionally, of course, going to the temple all the time means I have a reason not to go to the bar all the time, you know? Um, going to the bar all the time didn't, doesn't really serve me. So that's that's the other aspect of that. If we go less often to places and situations that get in the way of our spiritual journey, that can really help. And if we go more often to places that help and inspire and nurture our spiritual journey, then that can help too. I want to compare it to filling your diet with lots of vegetables so there's less room for chips, right? So if I'm eating a lot of celery, maybe I'm full and I don't reach for the bag of chips for a snack for the third time today. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I like to think of it as. So if I'm spending time at the Buddhist temple, that means I'm not spending time at the bar or the casino, right? Or somewhere else that wouldn't serve me very well, right? And it doesn't have to be a temple, of course. Plenty of people feel motivated and inspired by going out to the woods or by going to the mountains or going, you know, nature stuff, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Plenty of people feel motivated and inspired by going to nature things. Plenty of people feel motivated and inspired by um, going and volunteering, say going to a food bank and volunteering or whatever. Um, we have we have a place called Harvesters here in Kansas City that is a very good charity that gives food to the needy. And um, you can go volunteer there and help sort food and prepare food for being taken to where it's going. And it's a very good thing. And it, I think, can motivate and inspire just like going to a temple can. Your mileage may vary, but I think you probably already know what things and places work for you, what places inspire you to cultivate virtue, to be a better person, to pay closer attention to the world around you, and to be wiser. I think you know what those places are that help you and what those places are that get in the way. Uh, So I'm not doing this so much to inspire you as to encourage you to inspire yourself. You're, you are the one that can do this work. I still like to go to the Rime Center. It is my community, and I like to go there and feel inspiration. But I also, I have built a statue garden in my backyard so that I have my own sacred space. And I can go there anytime. Uh, where do you go, I wonder? And if you have a place, 
I think that's great. Think about that. Really think about that. Nagarjuna said, one remains in a place that is conducive and relies on holy beings. Wow, right. Holy beings is kind of a kind of a heavy term, but uh, the point is we know we know what gets in our way and we can choose to move away from that and toward the things that help us. We can. We have that power. The Buddha said that having a community is really important. I think he was right. Getting together with other people that have the same goals as us can really motivate us in a way that nothing else really seems to. It can really supercharge our our practice. Some people want to put that aside because they're introverted, and I am very sympathetic to that. I used to be quite introverted, and I still am sometimes. Sometimes if I'm in social situations for too long, I start to like really clam up and get super quiet because I'm not originally built for that. I had to, I had to sort of um, train myself to get better at social interaction, and I can clam up very easily. So I'm sympathetic to that, but I think we can't put that aside. I think we can't. Uh, the Buddhist student Ananda, who was also his cousin and his like best friend, s- said to the Buddha one day, he said, you know, I think spiritual friendship is half the path. And the Buddha replied, no, Ananda, it's the whole path. I don't need to appeal to authority here, though. I don't like that kind of appeal to authority argument. I can just point to my own life. In the past, I spent a considerable amount of time considerable amount of time with people who looked down on and made fun of others often. And I stopped doing that. I noticed that that was a bad influence on me. And I stopped doing that. And I can really see just from Stopping doing that, not from trying to do anything, just from not doing that anymore. My own personal growth, just from getting out of those situations. I could see myself growing as a person. If we really pay attention, we can see ourselves grow. And that is a wonderful and powerful thing to see yourself growing in real time. That's really what it comes down to here. Spend time with virtuous people. You don't have to go to a temple or join a group to find them. You just have to pay attention to the people in your life and dedicate time to the ones that have qualities you think are positive. That's it. That's it. Obviously, we still have a lot of work to do on our personal growth, but spending time with positive people really puts you ahead. It really does. And spend more time in the places that inspire you too. In the places and with the people. That is how we can really help ourselves to unleash our full potential. So uh, that's it for today. I hope this talk's been helpful and have a good day. Thank you for listening and have a good day.